Hello, everyone. Welcome to our reality. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we are going to be going over episode six of season four of Sequester. It's date night. We had a jam-packed feature-length episode, and we have about seven chapters worth of film noir Sequester date action going on that we get to recap and break down. And then a, a very fiery ending to the episode. Uh, which ended in the elimination of, spoiler alert, Muna, um, and the dragging of Jacob at first, but then the dragging of someone else later on. We're going to get into everything. We're going to get to everything. Uh, I know it's late, but we're going to be going late, and we have to be on a rush because Daniel has to go to his uh, Lana Del Rey thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to go through everything, uh, and we're going to show clips when we forget about certain certain things that happen to correct ourselves. But welcome, everyone. We are live. Everyone in the chat, if you have any questions, feel free to hop in there, or you can tweet at me or at the Our Reality Twitter. If you want to, I might see those. Hopefully, I would see those uh, during this time. But if not, that's okay. You can hop in the chat. We'll pull it up here if you have any good questions. Um, my name is Barrett. Joining me, as always, uh, is the lovely Roxy Hoppin and Daniel Icon Brown. Daniel, you weren't here last week, but you're here tonight. What did you think of episode six? Um, so episode six was the last episode, right? Yes, you just missed the last episode. Well, okay. Episode six was no, no. Episode six was this episode. Oh, you so what do I think five. of this episode? Yeah. Okay, this episode I thought was really good. Um, it was. I mean, I thought it was a little hard to follow but bear had no problem so it's just a me issue you say that now i'm gonna get into it and i'm gonna forget everything so <laughs> right right um but no i just think that there was like a bunch of different plans i guess not hard to follow wasn't the word i don't think like it was edited wrong or it could have been edited better but like there was just so many like names getting thrown out and i guess like maybe i'm just used to we doing spencer and so when it's not that it's like <laughs> it's like a lot for me <laughs> so um yeah but i did like this episode um I was happy with the results. Sorry, Brendan. Definitely was rooting for my girl Muna there. Glad she pulled it out. And definitely a good way to end it. And I think that going into next episode, I think it's probably going to be the best one of the season. With uh, the lines are like getting redrawn and um, I'm excited. This episode was still very much, I, I felt like, so we're doing Spencer in a lot of ways, but most of it was just kind of bullshit as opposed to every other week when it was just kind of the the known thing, especially last week when it was, we're doing Spencer? Okay, end of episode. Uh, <laughs> which I saw Joseph said in chat, uh, I wonder if the editing this week was to make up for last week where some people thought 20 to 30 minutes was enough for the episode. I don't I don't think that was the case. I think uh, I think Audrey put out a poll asking if people would rather see- She did. A, minute episode or something longer than that and definitely people said longer than 60 minutes so that's how we ended up with about 90 ish minutes um i'm glad though because um like if you think about it um last year's date night um i felt like i didn't know why some people said certain things or i felt like maybe there were some things left out altogether because you know I'm just glad that we had, uh, it was a long episode, but I'm glad that we had all of the information um, that we got this year. I mean, they could have cut it down a little bit if they would have cut out um, Josh's um, intro line to every com <laughs> every conversation. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> <laughs> no, that made me laugh, actually, the first time I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's funny. Um, I'm just kidding about that that no i didn't mind so much that the episode was um um 
ex the extended version. Um, just because I feel like that we got, oh my God, there's a fight. The animals are fighting right there. Um, I just feel like we got so much more information than we would have with just a 60 minute episode. Cause there was so much. Yeah. Right. right. I, I think my favorite part was that it kind of extended on the lies that a lot of people were telling. And that was entertaining to watch mm -hmm. in itself. Of course, the big lie being Jacob and Natalie trying to not tell Muna and Billy that they want Muna out. And there's this whole big plan. And they, they were very selective on who they told that plan to. So I, that was kind of like the entertaining factor for me. Everything mm -hmm. with, you know, Marcelo as the vote or Spencer as the vote. I never really, it, it never really grabs me as much. It was just kind of where is this all going to end up? Especially when you have Muna who has an LOS and you have Jacob who has a battle pass. It's just like, where is this going to come to a head? I know we said last week that maybe they're setting up this battle pass to be used to take Muna out. But in our, in my head last week, when I said that it was going to be someone getting voted out and Jacob saying, no, I'm going to put Muna into the, the battle match at this point. Uh, but it really, it was Muna getting voted out and Jacob being dragged and Jacob having to replace himself with Brendan, like we saw it, which was not in all actuality, what I was expecting. Um, but that's, that's the end of the episode. And I guess we should probably get to the beginning of the episode. Uh, <laughs> because like I said, seven chapters to go through before we have the, the end, as we saw tonight as in, in the title slate. Um, but it, they, they took on a new look this year with their, their art style uh, in terms of date night. Uh, I loved it. This year we got a very 50s noir style intro with different chapters to break it up. Um, and I, I made sure I put in every single chapter title because I thought maybe it would be important for me, if nothing else, for my organization. Uh, but we do have chapter one. And I guess I, maybe I should describe what date night is. So essentially date night is they have uh, two, three minutes, two minutes, three, three minutes. minutes, three minutes uh, to talk to every single person, but they can only do it one round at a time. And they can only talk to them one time. So once they talk to them once and around, they can't talk to them for the rest of the night. And then they go straight into elimination. But from there, it's a normal elimination from then on out. Uh, most of the time, unless they have a battle pass to be thrown in, which in this case, we saw that happen. Um, but should we just jump right into round one? Because previously on, we know what happened. Uh, Spencer yeah. came back yet again. Right. He didn't get anything from Luxury Row because there's nothing there. We got it. All right, right. We're into the episode. Chapter one is Forking Paths. Um, I didn't know if this was like um, a good a good place uh, use of forking or not. I don't think it was, <laughs> but that, that's what we were given. We have Josh and Brendan uh, as the first people to go. Brendan pretty much says they need to pick Spencer because he knows they won't call him out. Josh is fine with it. Um, they think that Spencer will pick Muna and it'll be cut and dry from then on out. Um, Brendan tells Josh about Natalie wanting to form a trio with them of kind of a final three of sorts. And Josh says that he's the one in his DR. He said that he's the one who told Natalie to go tell Brendan this. Um, so they're both hyped, but with any conversation with Brendan, he's always hyped. No matter who he goes to every conversation, it seems like he just starts off with, we're so fucking good. Like we were basically in final two at this point, like you and me, 150,000, 10%. Absolutely. We're going to be in final two. We're so fucking good. Like no one knows that we're working together. 150%. Uh, 150%. He's got the 150%. Jacob's got the 1,000. 1,000. Trademarked at this point. Exactly. Um, but now <laughs> this final three cannot happen. Uh, it is not It is not numerically possible anymore. Uh, basically because one of their one of their members of the trio is gone. Um, I don't know if I could have put it in any more simplistic terms than that. 
but uh it was it was nice for a moment to think that maybe this could be a thing even though it was never going to be a thing because not even an hour later we had natalie pretty much being like i hate brendan so much like i don't even know why brendan thought that this could work in the first place when natalie was just so outrightly going against him like of all people right. if natalie's going against you maybe it's not gonna maybe it's not gonna work out because natalie doesn't just outrightly go against anyone in fact natalie doing that uh, a couple episodes ago was the first thing she essentially had done and that shocked everyone that she even did that so yeah I, i'm glad we don't have to watch that pretend to happen for the next couple of weeks um mm -hmm. but then we have marcelo and billy billy pretty much says that she felt fake energy for marcelo well, should everyone <laughs> <laughs> well yes that's all we've been talking about with marcelo and roxy i know you have something to say on this when it comes to billy feeling fake energy from people uh no billy was spot on like she was spot on i just i just thought it was funny that in round seven is when marcelo was like i've just realized that maybe i should get people to start talking to me and i'm like it's freaking round seven what are you talking about? Right. And no, I like just, I'm not living for like Marcelo's like play style. And personally, it seems like very snaky and stuff, which is fine. But I almost feel like he's not playing like individual. It's like snaky for like a collective group of people to succeed. And I mean, that's, I mean, you might get there with that group of people, but uh, will you win when you get to that group? final whatever so it's just like annoying and like he was starting out conversations like josh can you tell me like something i promise i'm not gonna use this against you ever and i'm like did y'all see that i was like if anyone yeah, came at me and was like someone says that to me i'm like oh you're definitely trying to use this against <laughs> me like, no this is a sentence with i roxy tell me your secrets but i swear i will never use them against you ever right Exactly. You're how I'm yeah. saying I'll never use it against you. Don't you believe me in this moment right now that I'll never <laughs> use it against you? It's crazy right. how you're believing me. I just uh, don't know how, like, I mean, I think people are finally sniffing, like, him out a little bit. But I've, like, picked up on those vibes, I mean, from, like, watching. Maybe it'd be different if I was, like, in, like, face-to-face -face interactions with him. But, like, just watching it play out, I've, like, noticed this, like, fake energy from Marcelo since, like, very early on. But um, glad Billy is, like, finally onto it. Yeah, it, and it seemed like Billy was onto it and Muna was even onto it a bit, little bit later. Uh, but she was also just like, but he seems to be working with me and telling me the truth. So I don't know what to do with that. But Muna also, and she was for the most, like, I don't know, I'd say like 80% right on that. Whereas when she talked to Jacob and her thoughts on Natalie, it was 0% right because they were the ones solely coming after her. And so, I mean, that was an issue for her, obviously. But yeah, Marcelo, we, I feel like we keep making fun of him because every time you see him talk, it's just him freaking out, but like fake freaking out <laughs> about nothing. Um, and then I was glad to see Billy kind of uh, notice that. Dare I say, look him in the eye and notice that a little bit. Uh, but Billy's reads were kind of the same because at, at this point in the episode, I was thinking, you know, we keep making fun of Billy for, uh, you know, wanting to look people in the eye and uh, wanting to read their movement, see if they're shaky or not. That's kind of the term she keeps using. Uh, but at the same time, she she's pretty on point with it. And then it got to later in the episode when she was given information that wasn't true and was being lied right to her face. And meanwhile, in the DR, she's like, I just trust them so much. You know, they look at me right in the eye and they're not telling her the truth. So it was kind of a, a mixed bag when it came to this. But her points on Marcelo were, I think, absolutely correct. Um, any other thoughts on Billy and Marcelo? I said my two cents. No. All right. 
<laughs> uh, we go to Muna and Spencer, which is kind of the highlight of this first round. And Muna wants to pitch to Spencer that she needs him. We saw this in the, if you are on Twitter or anywhere where you follow Sequester, this is kind of the clip that they posted earlier today when they, um, in a promo for the episode. Uh, but Muna's pitch is basically that she needs Spencer in this game. She knows she needs Spencer in this game. And Spencer is, is okay with that. Like I, Spencer was willing to hear everything. Obviously, later on in the episode, he's like, I don't need to use this round to throw out people's names. Uh, I need to use this round to build trust, which after seeing the, the disaster that was last week when it came to Spencer, uh, I feel like that, that's, a good, that's a good transition. Would you agree, Roxy? Is that a good transition for Spencer? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's better than than good, right? I I'd say it's pretty great. And Marcelo even you know gave him props later on in the yeah, episode. Yeah, well, Marcelo was proud of everyone, so <laughs> that's I know we're gonna say it later too. But Marcelo just proud. kept being like he would have a conversation with someone and then immediately go to a DR and be like, "I'm so glad they're finally playing the game. Like, good so for bad. them." Good but job. is Marcelo? I mean, like. What I don't know because he was wearing flip flops at that last elimination, so it, it's suspect as to how much of the game he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just want to say really quick, I feel like every date night we've talked about like who's best dressed, and I think it's Muna or Natalie. I love Natalie's top, but like Muna wearing the whole suit was like everything. So I just want to like shout them out. Yeah, they all looked really nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, in chat, they already asked me who my favorite outfit was, and I said. Probably Jacob. I thought they all looked great. Yeah, Jacob and, I, and I also agreed that um, I loved Natalie's dress. Beautiful. Well, was it a dress though? Marcelo seemed to be a bit confused. Uh, was it a dress <laughs> or was it a skirt? Um, I, I made sure to note because I, I figured that was going to be a little thing that I forgot that Marcelo didn't really know what a dress was. Well, uh, <laughs> it, it's I a dress, just, but <laughs> I just thought it was something that we needed to address. Address. Address the dress. No. <laughs> I mean, bless. I mean, they, yeah, Rennie says Josh looked hot too. I think they all looked so nice. Yeah, I, like, I, everyone looked good. I don't think, I can't remember anyone like not looking good. So, well, that's, that's good. I wasn't here for the date night episode last year when we covered uh, Sequester. So, this is, this is all, this is new to me in terms of recapping a date night. Wait, you didn't read? Oh, was was that that mess podcast? I didn't say that. You said that. I it, and we got kicked off the air. Yeah, I remember that. We did. I don't even remember that, but I do. It was was a mess. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just a bullet bear. It's okay. Uh, I just know Jace and CJ will never come back on because of it. That's that's all right. (laughs) Whatever. I think they came on again after that, so that's a lie. I think they did. <laughs> anyway, Hi, Isaac. this Muna Spencer conversation pretty much turned into um pretty much saying, you know, a final four people are gonna assume that we're gonna drag each other. Uh us coming after each other each week is kind of a boring storyline. Um, and they both agree that they need each other. Spencer seems to be okay with it in his DRs. Muna, we know just from her action the rest of the episode that she's okay with it. Uh, and so they decide to talk about the floaters, and this becomes a big conversation piece uh throughout the rest of the episode. And they want to get someone out in this round that has not been to a battle match yet. And those three people right now in this episode were Brendan, Marcelo, and Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really go anywhere with this convo. Um, 
But Muna does point out that Marcelo was wearing flip-flops at the last elimination. So he just thinks he's sitting <laughs> really pretty right now. Uh, and that's really the only thing that keeps Spencer going in this conversation because every time he talks about this specific thing with everyone else, he says, you know, we didn't pick a name, but I think Marcelo should be the one. And that, that pushes that one along. Obviously, he goes and talks to Brendan later uh, and mentions this in this kind of just... This turns the conversation sideways because Brendan then goes to everyone else and just says, you know, Spencer is throwing out these three names uh, and you should vote him out because of it. And that's essentially how the episode works out from there. But we go from Muna and Spencer to the final date of round one or chapter one, sorry, which is Jacob and Natalie. And this is where it gets interesting. So Natalie wants to know if they should take out Muna before she builds a resume. Jacob thinks Natalie has nobody in the game and that she needs to get Muna out so Billy can be her number one. And she's kind of accentuating all of this to her. Again, going back to last week, Jacob thinks Natalie is so more easily manipulated than yeah, she is. Yeah, like she's just moldable for him to, to just kind of puppet. And that is not the case. And, and, and I know everybody's like, Jacob, 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 like he's the master. And he is. He's amazing. I mean, as I said last week, he is my best friend, although he does not know it yet. And that's okay. He'll find out in due time. But <laughs> <laughs> that sounded very sinister. Um, but Natalie is playing that game. And it, like, I love the fact that not just Jacob, but everybody in that house doesn't, they don't see it. They do right. not see it. They, I mean, I know Marcellus said he was proud of every single person tonight, <laughs> but he was glad that Natalie was finally playing the game. And I'm like, mm, no, she's been playing the game, sir. Yeah. And I love that about her. Yeah, I, and I know, um, I don't remember who it was earlier, asked us who we thought won the episode tonight or our favorite from the episode tonight. I, I feel like Natalie is the easy answer. Yeah. Um, or Muna. It's honestly Natalie or Muna for me. I don't know who else you could even pick at that point. You can't, you're <laughs> yeah. not going to, you can't really pick Billy. She got fooled. You can't really pick Jacob because I... You could pick Jacob, I guess. I mean, he's the one who really came up with this no. plan in the first place. But at the same time, he kind of shot himself in the foot when right. he came to elimination with the whole, I had to do it. I had to do it, which I, I felt like it. was a little, I don't know. It's just like, look at me, look at me type of thing. Um, but I, I feel like you have to go with Natalie. She's the only, because she was a part of this plan. She pushed the plan. And didn't she, didn't she throw out Muna's name first? I believe before Jacob even did it. She Natalie, said yes. Yeah. It was Jacob who came up with like the whole, we're going to say Brendan is saying, uh, trying to pair together me and Muna, and then we can tell people that Brendan's saying, and we can tell Muna that this is happening. So that way, it's more so because Jacob wanted to kind of throw himself in the line of fire, knowing that people would vote out Muna over him if he kept pushing it that way. And that, which I, I thought that was a really interesting point, and you guys can give your opinions on this, was the whole, every time I have this conversation, and it really came to forefront when he was talking to Josh, I'm going to say me and Muna. They're going to try to pair together me and Muna. So people keep thinking of us as a, as this pair and they'll vote out Muna in the process of it, as opposed to uh, ever coming close to thinking that I was the one who first threw out Muna's name. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Oh, were we supposed to start? Okay, sorry, Roxy. You go I didn't first. know if you'll notice that. So, no, oh, I, I definitely noticed it. Yeah. Do what, Daniel? What'd you say? I said I, I like noticed that he was doing that. Yes, I did. I, I mean, who didn't notice that? Like he kept talking about it. Um, but do we think it was a good idea? I mean, obviously he was doing it because he knew he had. Um, whatever his thing was called. Um, so he, like, even if somehow, like, it backfired, he was still going to be safe. Like, that was the way that he, I don't know. I just thought it was, I thought it was a good move. I hated all of the emotional part of it, though. Like, this whole episode, I just feel really super um, anxious and stressed out and very emotional Emotionable? <laughs> so much so it, that I'm just making up brand new words. And I just, I haven't had time to decompress yet. So I still feel a little like super flustered about the well, whole thing. I disagree. I think that taking out Muna was like not the right move for him. Um, clearly, it's uh, how many people are left I in the game? I didn't say that. I didn't say it was the right move. I thought that's move. what you were saying that it was no. Good I'm just saying that I like the way that he did, like, the, he felt confident in doing that. Like, he pulled it off the way that he planned it to do is what I'm saying. I didn't say, like, oh, I think this is his, like, a great move for him. I don't think it was a terrible move, but. It seems like it was a much better move for Natalie in terms of. Yeah, this. it was a much better move for Natalie, which, right. I mean, and she brought Muna's name up first. And so that, again, speaks to her game, but. And Christina, no, you are not crazy for liking Natalie. She's fantastic. Yeah, no, I think Natalie is like, like definitely top tier out of like the players here. And I loved her line. I'm sure we'll get to it. But Brendan, I'm out of your league. Yeah, <laughs> that that's so true. True, it says. Um, I don't think that the move on Natalie slash Jacob gets the same amount of hype because Muna re-enters the game. I mean, that's true. Like, it's always so hard to to know, like, is this a good move? Is this not a good move? Well, I mean, it's a great move if if she doesn't re-enter the game. Um, and it still was a decent move on the front end, even though she came back in the game. Like, I don't right. know. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, technically, like, by that logic, have any moves been made the whole season? Because everyone that gets voted out just comes right back. Like, no one that is, like, chosen for battle match is like right. coming back so like and, literally yeah. no moves have been made <laughs> i mean I, don't, I, I daniel i'm curious okay so who do you think that jacob should have targeted can you please acknowledge isaac too by the way Dave. hi isaac okay. yeah i was noticing in the chat i, just, <laughs> I was like i love him um <laughs> So, but I'm curious, who do you think Jacob should have targeted? What should his move have been if you don't agree with that move? Okay, so the vote was three, two, two, one. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm -hmm. So it's final eight, right? I think taking out someone when, I mean, eight is like still like a big number when you're looking at like how big the cast was, wasn't it just like how 12? So like, it's still like, you're not like, extremely deep in the game yeah so when muna is someone that you trust or that trusts you fully like as much as she did i think that it's wrong to take out someone who's just going to refuse to vote you 
uh, at least for like the next few rounds. Maybe that was a move to be made like later in the game. Um, clearly, how he went about it was like really wrong because she felt so burned and felt like that she she used or that he used like her um, previous relationship, and it was like emotional manipulation more so than like strategic. And I guess she didn't like that as much, so I don't think he pulled it off very well. So even like if it was the right move, he went about it wrong because now a she's back in the game and. B, she, if she had went to jury like that, I feel like Moon is the type of person to a little poison the little jury a little bit. So, I mean, well, yeah, she definitely would have. Well, and now yeah, Billy's so, really pissed off too. Right. So, your question was like, who do I think the right move? Maybe someone that's like trying to play like the middle. Like, I think Brendan, he ended up going home. Uh, I think that would have been like a good way good direction for him to target or josh even someone who's like super like just in the middle of the game right now that's not like really just kind of floating i feel like Wait. you just have hmm? you think josh is floating a little bit sorry i mean he like piles onto majority like i liked him early on i really did but i feel like he's kind of went bland a little bit the past few episodes no, Daniel watches these. Um, well, listen, you're doing it. Hold on, he I doesn't watch us. Get real. I love Josh as a person, and I loved him the first episode. Remember, y'all asked me who my favorite was on the first episode. Josh, yeah. I said Josh. So it's not that I don't like him. I I love Josh. I just think like his game instead of like going up is like kind of going stale a little bit. Like it's not necessarily going down, but it's just like. Like keeping border. I mean, up. okay, but I still like him, and I want you to not say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep it real. I I think we have to look at uh, this Jacob Muna feud. I don't know from Jacob's perspective. I could see why he wants to outrightly target Muna in this round, the first chance he gets, because one, he's he feels a little bit cushioned with the power that he has, uh, mm -hmm. and two, I I feel like he feels confident enough with the other people in the house that he can do it. And three. I'm sure in the back of his mind, he thought that Muna was going to be doing this to him the first chance that she got. And it would make sense to me because they had, you know, the big feud before Muna went out the first time in the battle match. Um, well, yeah. And he thinks, uh, you know, you get paranoid. So right. He's like, I got to get her before she gets me. Yeah. And she's me and a good player. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure she he was taking Muna's kind of, oh my gosh, I'm so glad, you know, we're still in this game together. Let's write it out as a, I'm actually going to stab you in the back, which is what he ended up doing. But I'm sure he thought in his mind that that's what Muna was planning on doing as well. So he was just going to do that before Muna had the idea to do it to him. And so I understand it from that point. It's just uh, he used a lot of emotional elements in it in right. terms of just saying if you mm -hmm. if it comes down to me and Muna, it's okay if you vote out Muna, saying that to Billy and going to Muna and be like, I've told people, you know, if it comes down to me and you, they know what to do. And then going to like three other people and be like, if it's between Moon and Muna, me and Muna, you know who to vote for, like in a very different context. Um, right. So I understand why he wanted to move this way. Do I think there could have been a better target? Probably, but then he would have to have known 100% that Muna uh, wants to stay loyal to me and she wants to ride this out with me, but he and didn't, he didn't trust that. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas. Hi, Lucas. I definitely forgot to call back and hear your, your song that you wrote, but Lucas said, um, that what do he say? He didn't outrightly target her. And then when he got called out, he didn't own his move at all. But I think, Oh, I love your picture, Lucas. That's fantastic. Sorry. I it's think that people, it's <laughs> stop. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me right now. <laughs> no. Um, 
I mean, I guess you can look at it that way. I mean, you are looking at it that way. But, I mean, he that was kind of his plan was to be able to say, yeah, I only did that because I've been hearing that it was us. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he, he didn't really – like, he didn't his alibi pitch to people, yes. which was if you – this can be a good excuse for you if you do get called out by Muna and saying that this is what I kept hearing. This is what I had to do. Meanwhile, he I don't think he thought it through that if he got called out for it after what he had said to Muna and Billy about the whole, if it's between me and you, I've told people who to vote for. Like they know who to vote for. Just vote mm -hmm. me out. I'll be the martyr in this situation. It didn't work when he's the one that's trying to use his own alibi excuse because he's the one that already used all of that emotional tie that I'll be the sacrifice in this situation type of thing and that's why it looked bad on his part so much it also didn't help that as soon as she was voted out he was just like i had to do it you know i had to do it. i had to right. vote you know, like, I, I, that didn't help anything i don't think the most frustrating thing is when people are like so like it's paul energy like when paul does all this stuff in big brother and he's so good at it but then at the final two tears he's like you were my best friend the whole time. I had to. I had no option. But, like, just own your shit and then move on and it will gain you respect. Like, I'm sure Muna would not have loved it, but would it have, like, like brought that out of her uh, at the elimination ceremony? Probably not. I just don't like it when people act like they're the victim when they were the ones, like, <laughs> making the game move. <laughs> Sorry. I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I can't wait to see it's for to to hear the the um the EP Lucas. No, um, but I think Daniel, but that wasn't. I'm not mad that he did that. Like I'm not mad at Jacob about that because I do get the why. It pissed I, me off. I don't. Well, listen now. Hear me out. Okay. I okay. hate it. I hate that. That's the move that he made because I like Muna. I think she is fantastic. She's beautiful. She's smart. She, she made me cry tonight and, and I rarely do that. So, you know, I love her. Um, but it's like, that was Jacob's move though. And I, and I do think it's great that you can see from start to finish. Like he's like, okay, so this is the strategy I'm going to use. And I'm going to tell these people this and these people this and these people this. And then when I get down to this spot, if she calls me out, um, then, you know, I've created my alibi, right? I mean, it didn't necessarily work great because she wanted to see his vote. And then she called him into the battle match and all of that. And she was mad and Billy's pissed at him. But I just... I just don't, I don't hate him for it. I don't think it's terrible. I don't know. Maybe it's it at least my best friend. I think been eliminated and lost the battle match, we'd be looking at it a little bit differently. I think we'd be respecting it a little bit more, but now oh, it yeah. kind of, oh, it, it, it also backfired so much originally just for him getting picked for the battle match initially. Mm -hmm. That is just, it, it makes us look at the move a little bit differently. He could have played it. I think he could have played it off better after the announcement of the elimination, but at the same time, I don't no. know if that would have changed the outcome. What, what did he think? What did he think was going to happen though at the ceremony when Muna is up there picking people? Did he just? Because I mean, me, I would pick my 
closest three allies to make sure that I would not pull someone into battle that had my back. And if one of those people voted me out, it's easiest because I'm the most betrayed by them and I don't want them in the game. Right. I mean, like, that would be, like, how I would go into that situation. But did he just, did she think that he was, she was just going to pick like, random people? Yeah, well, I don't I think he was 100% confident that, that she wouldn't pick him to see his vote, which is why he worked so hard at creating um, the alibi was to try and give himself a little bit of um, a cushion. I mean, it didn't work. That part of it didn't, but it also didn't help that he kept saying it was Brendan that was saying their names together. And then Muna well, calls Brendan out Brendan. Him, but he backed him up. He was like, yeah, I did hear that. He said that. But also when Muna calls out Brendan for his vote, he says that he voted Spencer. So something is amiss well, in Muna's eyes when you do that. Yeah, why did he do that? And he was like, what? Did he not know? I thought he knew. No, well, no, because people kept bullshitting him about uh, the vote. I mean, I have to, I would have to go and recap because there's everything. But um, like, I'm just going to tell you, there were seven rounds in this. I do understand the twist. Okay, it's not that this time. I know that we always have issues where Roxy doesn't know what's going on. I understand the twist. It's just the plethora of information that was thrown right. at me. I'm like, that's, that's what I. Yeah, what, what happened? So it's hard for me to keep everything straight, but here's yep. what I know. Natalie is super smart, super great player. Jacob, super smart, super great player. And everyone is upset about what happened with Muna, but she's back and she still has an LOS. So there's that. <laughs> That's what I know. So here's the recap of Brendan's night, Daniel. Uh, first chapter, him and Josh agree that they need to get Spencer out. Second chapter, Brendan talks to Spencer and Spencer does the whole, me and Muna talked about, mm -hmm. you know, the three people that haven't been in a battle match, which is one of you. And I'm just like, Spencer, you're doing it again, where you ask, where you just call out Brendan to his face. Uh, cause he did Didn't that Marcella last tell Brendan though. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Okay. Then round or chapter three, uh, Brendan talks to Marcelo. Uh, Marcelo tells him about the Muna plan and Brendan says that Spencer said his name basically as one of the options, but basically mm -hmm. he said your name specifically because they did kind of agree on, you know, Marcelo would work and Brendan did the whole, I, I am not going to vote up Marcelo. That will never work. Um, and so Spencer pretty much tells Marcelo that, that he needs to go to Muna and tell her that Spencer is dragging her name through the mud. And Mar that's when Marcelo does the whole, I don't like what Brendan's doing to me. I think he's trying to manipulate me. I don't like this at all. Uh, and that kind of turns on Brendan a little bit. Uh, chapter four, Brendan talks to Jacob. Uh, Brendan says they have to do Spencer because they'll probably pick Muna. Chapter five, Brendan talks to Muna and Brendan is telling her that Spencer is throwing her under the bus. Um, and Muna has that whole, I kind of believe him because I don't know why Brendan would lie to me right now. Then Chapter six, Brendan talks to Natalie. They talk about their final three, and it's the most awkward date that's ever existed. Um, chapter seven, Brendan uh, is told that his name is coming out of everyone's mouth, and then Brendan says that Spencer mentioned the both of them along with Marcelo, and they need to vote Spencer. So as far as Brendan's concerned, the vote for Spencer makes sense. Right, right, exactly. He wasn't confirming, like... He was just confirming that, yes, he had heard that it was between Muna and Jacob. 
So right. even though he's like, I voted for Spencer, I don't know if that necessarily would like, I think you could explain that away. I don't know if that necessarily sets off an alarm for like. So who was Brendan being loyal to? Jacob, right? Brendan was being. Like, between Jacob and Muna, like that was like the kind of the opposition of the night, right? Towards the end. Because he was like, he's more. But I think he's more loyal to Jacob, or was. Yeah, I think. That's our See, Brendan couldn't really defend himself at the end, and we can probably just play that clip in its by itself. We could see that uh, because essentially he was trying to be like, I wasn't lying to you, Muna. I swear, but you know he knows he was kind of lying in that situation. So, it's a, but he's also trying to convince Brendan, or he's trying to convince Jacob to not throw him into a battle match. So it was kind of. A, a no win situation. Listen, all all of the things that happened on the episode tonight will be the things that like I wish that we weren't live right now and that we had time to really think about everything that happened. It's so much information all at once that I'm like, what the hell just happened? I don't know. And I think it's also that way for them in the game. They just had three minutes with each player and then they have this big vote and everybody's blindsided. And I think that they're all like, what the hell just happened? Well, I mean, you saw Billy's face. Billy, and, like, what, what, Billy what? and Brendan both exchanged uh, WTFs after the after the vote for sure. Yeah. Well, and let's, let's look at the vote count by the end of the episode and we can kind of work our way backwards there because we're, we're 37 minutes into this and we have barely gotten through chapter one uh, and we have seven chapters to get through plus an elimination plus a battle match. So let's look at the, the votes by the end of the episode, the votes for Muna. Let me get my lookers. All right. So it's a three to two to two to one vote by the end, three votes on Muna, which are Marcelo, Natalie and Jacob. Then we have two votes on Spencer, which are Billy and Brendan. Then we have two votes on Marcelo, which are Josh and Spencer. And then we have one vote on Brendan, which is Muna. Muna mm -hmm. uh, staying loyal to Spencer, which is so weird that we've come this far in the span of a week. But <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> in an episode where Muna goes out right after coming back in, that Spencer is not one of, one of the people voting her out in the process. Uh, it's just mind boggling to me if you would have said that last week. Um, but so essentially what we have here is in terms of Muna, obviously we have um, Natalie and Jacob coming up with this plan. Brent, Brendan is the one saying, you know, Jacob and Muna, and we're just going to spread that to everyone. Um, and we got to make sure it's the pair of Jacob and Muna. That way Jacob can kind of do his thing in the process. And then, <laughs> Marcelo seems like he was all over the place at some point in this episode. He was pushing. Yeah. The only thing we know about him is he is proud of people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then by the end of the episode, he kind of gets turned to voting for Muna because Jacob is the only person that he really trusts the most out of everyone. And Jacob also tells him if you vote for Muna and if you get pulled into a battle match, just know I've got something. And I was like, oh, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, I, like so I forgot he had that too. I was like, is he lying? <laughs> I didn't. I, I like. I didn't forget that he had it. I just didn't expect him to tell people that he had it. And I was like, "Oh, okay. So this can get this can get pretty dicey." Um, and we also saw, of course, Muna telling Jacob that she has an LOS, uh, and that was another like obstacle that I was like, "Oh, is, is this going to switch at the last second because they're worried Muna might play her LOS?" Uh, so there's just so many layers 
in this episode mm-hmm. that we could go through. It was but, interesting. Yeah. Um, but essentially, that's what turned Marcelo's vote at the end. So everything pretty much leading up to Marcelo at that point was a lot of, I'm going to talk to Natalie. Oh my gosh, I love the way Natalie's playing the game. I'm going to talk to Jacob. Oh my gosh, Jacob's playing this game, finally. <laughs> or And then he also said the same thing about Josh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and going as far to say, you know, Josh is really, I could see a path to the end with him. Right? I'm just like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, where did, when did you suddenly see a path to the end of this game with Josh, the person who you haven't <laughs> talked to, according to Josh, in the, since he exiled him in the first round of the entire game itself? Um, so I thought that was an interesting, like, Marcel, what, what are you doing, Marcel? Right. <laughs> I know we said last week that we could see a Marcelo Natalie final two. I think a couple of us agreed on that. Um, I think me and Nick did maybe, but oh, yeah, your like best that. friend Nick. Oh, I love him. <laughs> what <would> that mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, they had a party afterwards that I wasn't invited. Oh yeah, to. that's right. I'm just playing. No, I love Nick. He was great. I told him that I said Daniel should be worried after that podcast because I oh, love no. him. <laughs> Listen, don't start a feud, Roxanne. Uh, <laughs> end it. <laughs> yeah, we said uh, Daniel is shaking. Um, yeah, of of a fever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's literally shaking right now. He's, <laughs> he's got cold sweats. <laughs> um, but uh, so I don't know how we want to master the rest of this podcast if we want to actually go through round by round and kind of dissect things. Or if we want to talk about specifically where each player took their game in this episode in terms of who they talked to each round and kind of discuss that. Um, I don't know what would be the most interesting tactic. And I know that's a weird thing to point out when we're 40 minutes into talking about this episode. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there, there's, there are a bunch of little things that we can point out. And of course, the overarching thing is this Jacob and Natalie trying to trick Muna and Billy, um, which they did so well um and i mm-hmm. hear chuckle which only can mean what i just didn't know i looked ominous all the time you do. The you're very mysterious we never know what you're thinking we never know what i'm guessing i do thinking. and that's a really scary thing <laughs> <laughs> they said the latter so i'm assuming we can just yeah. talk about player by player and kind of go through where they they went because i kind of like that especially going through each round and kind of seeing mm-hmm. what turned each i think it will help me i I mean i watched the episode but like i said i'm just like still reeling like oh my gosh there was so much i loved it but why don't we start with the person who got eliminated tonight we can talk about brendan a little bit because he kind of went all over the place and then his last date i think was probably the most startling for him because billy because he starts off the conversation with billy just being like his normal we're so good like we're going to we've already won uh type of thing and then billy says i'm hearing your name from everyone and he's just (laughs) what (laughs) i love billy uh but brendan started off with the first date that we saw the night wanting to push the Spencer vote because Spencer's the easy vote. We can just watch every week. Spencer get voted out. Everyone would love it. Um, And Josh is like, cool. So entertaining. And that's pretty much the consensus throughout the night for Brendan. We've already kind of recapped him. So I don't know what more there is to say, except the, the last date with Billy where he gets told that every date that she's been in, she's heard his name to some degree. Uh, And so he goes into that 
bat or he goes into the elimination he said this later in the battle match at the end of it saying like you know i he thought he was going to get eliminated he just figured that was going to be the case after that last talk and then he doesn't but then he gets and he doesn't get dragged after he gets revealed for the vote and then uh he just gets a power used against him and gets dragged anyway so it was kind of an interesting kind of tragic into brendan's right. game but um because we also mentioned him as a possible final two last week we said we could easily I see Brendan. You didn't, but everyone else. You and your best friend Nick did. Yes, because you were calling him Brendan Crispin. Uh, but sometimes the Crispin <laughs> way of playing the game doesn't work out, especially when people see the repetitiveness of you going to everyone and being like, "We're good." It's like, look at us. We're whatever he does. Every no one likes it at a certain point. Especially Marcelo didn't like it tonight. Um, and I'm trying to think. There's two other people that pointed out of just like that thing that Brendan does where he's just like, you know, we're good. Like, I, why does he do that? <laughs> uh, Probably Natalie, right? She's been on. Bye, Christina. Bye. Bye, Christina. Thank you for watching. Um, but I feel like if Brendan didn't go this episode, do you think he would have lasted much longer? No. Mm, I don't know. He could have, to be honest, because like, I don't know. He... The only reason he got out this round was because of a power. And I mean, if he strategically like puts himself in a spot where he doesn't want to be pulled, like I feel like that's what he's done like a lot throughout the game. He could have like made it there by that, but is it like respectable? I feel like a lot of people are like lacking like the okay, yeah, you're like playing a game of like survival where you're like, okay, yeah, you'll you'll probably get far, but what happens when you like have to like get votes at the end <laughs> and like right. do stuff in the game? And I feel like Brendan started out as like the Domino's guy that we were making fun of in the first episode. You know, the guy that was trying to lean in more to like the clownery type of personality. And then right. suddenly by the third episode, we're seeing him be like, you're saying, you're saying my name. I will drag you so fast. And Rachel's like, calm down, dude. Uh, you need to stop. He, he became that kind of personality. Oh yeah. Which he I, goes like that. They're quick though. Like he gets so defensive so quick. Yeah, which yeah I, I don't think he would have lasted much longer regardless because, I mean, people are already starting to say his name anyway. Like, I know he wasn't called out tonight, but he's on the hit list. So, yeah. See, Jordan said, well, Natalie wanted him out. And, I mean, so far what Natalie wants, right? The so, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't think he would have lasted that much longer regardless. Um, I did. Uh, I think you the only other thing that I really noted from Brendan um, was the whole uh, when he was talking to Billy of just I'm going to he he said in his DR, I'm going to tell Billy that I'm going to drag the person that I feel most betrayed by, <laughs> which means I'm going to call out all of my alliance members or reveal their votes. And if one of you betrayed me, I'm going to drag you, which I think was it's not a bad strategy. I mean, we're sitting here every week laughing at Brent, you know, telling everyone that if you, if you vote me out, I will drag you. Just remember it. Uh, ha, 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 ha. But I, I think that's a decent strategy to go into it with. Cause I mean, we have, uh, we have plenty of people that change their votes because they're too scared of getting dragged in the first place if they get their vote revealed. So I, I think Brendan be like, just know I'm going to, if you betray me, I will drag you. Cause I'm going to call you out and just know it. I feel like that's an okay tactic. It's just, uh, it can only work so much. I think, it's uh, scared tactic 
It's very scary. I think that's what really hurt Brendan is that when he's scared, he just he goes all over the place, right? As opposed to just staying cool about everything, which probably would help him more than. Uh, this cast has a lot of like people pleaser. Like when you're in the moment with someone, you just want them to feel really good, and then afterwards you'll kind of deal with it later. Like Billy does that a lot. Brendan Marcelo does that like a whole lot. Like, there's just a lot. Jacob does it a lot. Like we're good. Like we're all good, hundred percent, and it just. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, Jacob's a thousand percent. Right. Sorry. But, um, what I think is great about Natalie is that people think she is a people pleaser when the reality is she's not. She's she like she does the people pleasing thing. But she has ulterior motives. Like, she knows that's what she's doing. It's like a manipulation thing. I think Jacob does the same thing, though. I, I mean, I do think he is more of a people pleaser naturally than than Natalie is. Like, But people seem to think Natalie is 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 meek and, and you know, docile and go with the flow and people pleasing when in reality she's planning your funeral right now. And they don't see that. So I hope that if she makes it to the end, and we talked about this a little bit last week, I hope if she makes it to the end that she's able to articulate that, that that was her game. Um, because it's brilliant, really. People want to please Natalie, says Lucas. <laughs> they do. But at I the same time, true. I'm not like, I, I, I think when we describe Natalie, and I hate to be the one that pushes back on Natalie a little bit. I think when we describe Natalie, because I think, I mean, I do, I do respect her game a lot and I think she's playing great right now, but I think mm -hmm. when we describe her, it's very much in a sense of she's knows exactly what she's going to do. She's the most calculated person in that house when I still don't get that full vibe from her yet. Well, yeah, uh, I agree with you. Sorry. Before, I think she's so still a little bit apprehensive about certain things. And mm -hmm. I didn't like, I think her weak parts of this episode were very much, and this could be, Something that she does intentionally, where where she would just be like, "I have a plan. I'm really excited to tell you about it." And right. I think it, that was the thing that bothered me with her is that she kept trying to go out to have the resume builder, uh, which I think if you look into that too much, that can be something that bites you really quickly, as opposed mm -hmm. to doing what's best for your game. Sometimes you kind of have to find the middle ground. I get that you want to have the resume builder that can get you to the end and win you the game. But if you look solely towards that, I feel like you're not looking at the things that will actually benefit you in the mm -hmm. round. And I, I didn't, I, did, I think the parts I didn't like about Natalie in this episode were very much that she would go to people and be like, "You want to? You're ready to hear this plan? I'm so excited about this plan. You're, 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 you're ready to hear it, right?" But at the same time, that's kind of that kind of falls into what Natalie does anyway. Well, it just, ingratiates her to the other players, though. It's like, it's like. She has this way of making you feel special. She has opened herself up to you and shared her plans. And she's so excited about it. And I mean, gosh, darn it. This girl doesn't have a single person on her side in the house. And I could be her person. I believe I could manipulate her. But mm -hmm. at the same time, Natalie's like, <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you this. Like, that's my take on it. And maybe that's wrong. Like, maybe she is just naive and lucky, but I don't think so. I think she's strategic and I think she plays several moves ahead of 
other people. I mean, I don't think her gameplay is perfect by any means, but I think she is so much I th- more I think she's, on it. Well, I think she's a little scared often. Like, and she can, like, back out of her plans. Like, I remember a few episodes ago, I think it was the one that was the double elimination when Sharin left. Like, she had the opportunity mm-hmm. to vote out Brendan, and, like, he would have went had she done it, but she was scared that the votes weren't going to be there, so she didn't, and then ended up losing whoever, I forget, Shireen. So, mm-hmm. like, she can be scared, and, like, she is very, like, um not intimidating, like, at all, so I guess people aren't threatened by her, so that, like, lowers down people's um, walls guard, yeah, they're... Guard around her. So she's able to gather information like that. And I think that she usually has like the right like path, but I wish she would just be a little more bold with her gameplay, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's taken her a little bit of time to kind of like everyone else walked into the house and they were playing. And I think it took her a little bit of like, Oh, I better kick it into gear. In fact, I think it's back when when Billy was like, you've got to play the game. Like, what was that? Episode one or two? Something like that. And Natalie was offended. like... <laughs> yeah, it's like in her most demeaning. I, I think she was wearing the the. I always say it's like the the intramural basketball jersey, but she, I think she was wearing that, and it was just like, uh, please, it, you gotta flirt, you gotta start playing, Natalie. It was that kind of moment. But. Yeah, and 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 she has. I just think, I just think she needed to like, you know, like I, I feel like each week we see her play more and more. Yeah, I and guess. so. You know, if the progression this far has been the Natalie that we saw tonight, who what Natalie are we going to get next week? I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because well, if we remember last week, we also saw uh, Billy and Natalie have separate DRs where they both said, "I won't." get natalie out right now or i won't get billy out right now but when it's final six six, yeah uh so i wonder once we get down to final six if that'll actually happen Mm -hmm. um i wonder if that's actually a a hint at the future or maybe it'll be next week maybe it'll be next week with just seven left they wouldn't do that though they wouldn't go (laughs) they wouldn't go against their own drs who would do that at seven she said six (laughs) not here for it she doesn't mean what she says (laughs) I've been duped. <laughs> Roxy would be duped round one. Prior to entering the house, I would already be out. Yes. <laughs> one other thing I want to point out about Natalie. Uh, this is going to be the entire Natalie podcast, but she had a DR tonight in the midst of the first chapter with Jacob that I thought felt out of place because she started talking about she needs a resume builder. That all related. But then she started talking about jury and needing to get votes and it went on for like a little bit longer than i thought it would and i was just thinking this is a really interesting dr to throw in right now i wonder if it could mean something people talk about a winner at it and i don't really like to feed into that too much but i felt like it was such Mm -hmm. a it didn't feel perfect with how long it went on with the pace of the rest of the episode that i was like hmm, that's an interesting dr that they decided to include right now um thinking that we would all forget about it i didn't I marked it down. Hey, winner at it. Winner at it, Natalie. <laughs> but yeah, Natalie, she did great. Um, I think Jacob's getting winner at it, to be honest. Maybe it's just like too obvious. Jacob, yeah. I love him. I mean, I didn't like that he made Muna cry. We'll have words about that at our next lunch that we go to. 
which will be our first lunch. <laughs> Where does he live? Anywhere near me? I don't think he's going to tell you that. We're going yeah. shopping. We're buying matching denim tops. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about who do I want to pick on next? Um, is there much we can say about Josh, do you think, in this episode? It seems like he was very mm. stagnant and just... Uh, at first, Which, of course, you were saying Marcel, or, or no, he wasn't saying Marcel. He was saying Spencer at first when he was talking to Brendan, and then as soon as he talked to, was it Billy or was it when he actually talked to Spencer that he switched it to Marcelo because he was like, "Me and Marcelo don't ever talk." Or was he talking to Muna? Maybe I thought happened. he was talking to Marcelo and then realized like it's not going to happen with the Spencer thing, and everyone's seeming to do Muna, and like I want Muna to go, but I don't want to be called out for it, which is pussy. Yes. but um. Yeah, so Josh talked to Natalie, Natalie telling him that Moon owes her vote. Josh says that him and Brendan want a final three with her. And then Natalie was like, that's a backup plan for me. Um, not a backup plan anymore. But Josh talks to Billy next. They kind of talk about their dates. Um, at that point, Josh is saying Marcelo can go. Um, and then they they lock eyes. I pointed that out. They lock eyes. They hold hands and they solidify their final two. Did you notice it? Did you notice it, mm -hmm. Roxy? Yeah, I noticed the hand holding. It's awkward. <laughs> that's. I think I saw a tweet before we started that if Brent uh, left anything on the game, it was the hand holding. It was going to be a consistent thing throughout the rest <laughs> of the show. Um, I mean, look, I'm not totally against that. Like, if I'm like friends with somebody or like I'm close to them then it's not as weird, but a lot of these people, like they just met. And like, if I've only known you three days, I'd rather you not hold my hands. I don't like that. Like, oh, not real super touchy. Not the, the tapping. <laughs> hold my hand. This is the hold my hand tap that I'm giving you right now. But look at that eye contact. I feel look like that, that builds trust though. But it, what well, it does. And, and, and like, look at that. Like, are, are we getting married? They've like, been close since day one. Remember when he, he had the non-shaky eyes for Billy? Yeah, that was our first instance. I mean, so. and since then, like there, some sort of connection was forged in that moment where it is perfectly okay that they are gazing intently into one another's eyes and holding hands. Like they're okay with that. I just personally am like, Look at his conversation. Look at his conversation later with Marcelo. Look where his eyes are at. Not at Marcelo. The whole time he was like, "Oh, so I was on this one day." He wasn't ever looking at Marcelo the entire time. Right. Mm. I like Josh. I like Josh as well. I could yeah, easily I see him getting to the end. Um, is he getting winners at it? No. Do not what? Is he doing enough to win right now? I don't know. I mean, his story is what so far that he went he was into the a match, match. One, and then like then what? And then no never, got, just never got talked about again. I mean, I feel like that's a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been, been under the radar since um, he was in trouble that first round, but you know that's because everybody's been like laser pointed on on Spencer for the last three hundred years, and um, you know, but I don't just because he hasn't been in your face player i just <laughs> joseph thinks he's still blah um just because he's not been an in your face player doesn't necessarily mean that he hasn't had face time with each person intensely um i don't know i, I mean he's not, 
there's no move that I could tell you. So right. I think this I think this just kind of Josh is just a real fan of Josh's, and that's why they're saying this right now. Or this right. could be Josh. What if this was just Josh saying this about himself? I think that would be really <laughs> it's uh, not. He does I not want that. Um <laughs> He does, because he told me uh, when I was wrong one time about something I said. And I said, thank you for watching, Josh. Oh, and now and now he doesn't watch because you were a liar about him. Yes. I don't even remember that. but I, I committed slander on his name. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not the highest and I'm not the lowest on Josh. Mainly because I don't think he's been an integral part of any episode since the first one. But that doesn't mean that he hasn't been playing a good game and that he hasn't been doing a good job of keeping yeah. himself out of the line of fire. I think that's very respectable after being the he, person to go after in the first episode. He's he's made um he's made inroads with with players. He has connections where which I mean, and I think that's something that Josh does really well, and I think that's something that Spencer does really poorly, really poorly. And Spencer, I know you're watching, and I don't care. It's terrible. <laughs> Oh no. He did Spencer did do so much better tonight. Um where he did finally realize, you know, like I mean, I, I think he already realized he just Maybe. couldn't figure out how to how to maneuver to be able to make some connections with people because they were so dead set against him. But I Josh was, has been good at that. Right. I was noticing something with Spencer, and I don't mean to like divert from Josh, but Spencer is not good like at all in <laughs> Wow. Well, no, in group settings. I feel like every time he's fucked up, it's been in like a group of like four or more. Where he feels and, really overwhelmed. Right. And in one-on-one connection and like talking to someone like face to face, I think he like that's like his strong suit. So maybe he should just focus on more of the personal like one-on-one interactions to like kind of help his social game a little bit. And even in the one-on-one with Brendan, he kind of still accidentally told him that maybe Muna was targeting him when he didn't mean to do that at all. And I was just like, oh, right. Spencer. But, right, but the that rest wasn't of- bad for him. I mean, like, if it was going to be Muna or him, and, like, Brendan ended up voting him, I mean, that was pretty good, even well, though it wasn't necessarily right. intentional. No, but Brendan was looking for every reason to get Spencer a target on his back yet again. So, I mean, that part wasn't good. But Spencer in the rest of this episode... I mean, probably the best episode for Spencer, mainly because he wasn't targeted uh, necessarily. But uh, I think just in terms of realizing that he needed to focus on uh, building trust as opposed to throwing out names, like he said, um, I thought was really good for him. Obviously, uh, it helped, of course, that Muna didn't want to go after him. It helped that Jacob didn't want to go after him. It helped that there were other people painting targets on someone else and he didn't have to try to prevent a target being mm-hmm. painted on that's kind yeah, of the he big just difference. had to smile and nod he said and I, I, I think it also is very beneficial to um spencer's game that he and and muna um had um early on their their date because that allowed them to have um uh, you know just to, to to have that one-on-one connection and discuss like hey you know we're going after each other. And meanwhile, everybody else is just sitting around. We have to stop. And I'm glad that they got to do that before they talked to other people and had names already put in their heads. They were able to, you know, connect a little bit with each other before anything else got going. And I think that was good for him. I mean, I don't think Spencer 
did that for himself. I think it just happened organically that way and good for him. And that helped him. That's what I think. But whatever. I don't know anything. I'm not very smart. So <laughs> yes, you are. Shut up. No, I, I think that was I think that was really good for Spencer because he, it allowed him to have at least one round where no one wanted to talk about him. And now at the end of this round, he's got plenty of people that are going to have issues with each other that aren't with him, that have nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be really solid for him, hopefully. A big uh, turnaround, really, because, you know, now that Moon is going to come back into the game and she's, you know, she's uh, so betrayed by Jacob and Billy... Um, is vicariously betrayed by Jacob <laughs> through Muna. She, she, listen, in the real world, I would, well, first of all, I think Billy's amazing just as a person, but I would want someone like Billy in my life with so much loyalty that <laughs> she's willing to, to take somebody else out for me. Like she will end their life for talking, um, right. you know, talking back about her friend. Like she's that kind of friend. And I, I think everybody needs a Billy, you know, I, in their corner. She's amazing. But it's funny that the example that uh, they used for Billy's loyalty, when she was talking to, I guess it was Spencer. Uh, was it Spencer when they were talking about this? And they showed the flashback to her in the round three, I guess it was when she actually voted for herself and they didn't call out her vote, but she was saying there, I show loyalty. I'm not disloyal. Don't say I don't show loyalty. And I just thought ah, that's a, that's an interesting clip to choose when she, when she in that round, she did not, she didn't vote for Spencer. That's for sure. But she also didn't vote for the people who are against Spencer. In fact, she voted for herself, which essentially does nothing. Um, I just thought that was an interesting clip to use for that. Um, but yeah, Spencer, I feel like is in a good spot. And if you're a fan of Spencer, I think this next round will be really interesting. And hopefully it will be a twist that doesn't just automatically have him be a default like it was last week uh, to throw right back into the mm-hmm. elimination. Yeah. Um, your mama in chat said um, you can't be loyal to everybody, though. And yeah, we actually discussed that last week. I, that's what I said. Like, you can't. Like you can say I'm loyal, I'm loyal, I'm loyal all day long, but at some point somebody's gonna go, okay, but you cannot be loyal to everyone here. Right. That doesn't work that way. A friend to all is a friend to none. Exactly, Daniel. I love that, and so and that's what your mama, your your mama. <laughs> hey, your mama. Anyway, that's what your mama said in chat, and that's. I mean, that's the truth. That is the truth. But I do love Billy. But she was pissed at Jacob. And so we've seen Spencer, 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 Spencer every single week until tonight. Well, not first week. First week and tonight is the first time, you know, Spencer's not the target. And I kind of think that what transpired tonight is a huge turning point in the game. And... There have been some pretty big battle lines drawn, um, and it is going to get a re- <gasps> Rennie. My heart hurts with that. Jacob is foul. No, Jacob's my best friend. Oh, okay. Oh, that is true. Okay, unhurt. <laughs> my heart has grown back for you. Um, yes. Um, I just. 
think what Jacob did was strategy, and I don't have to like it, but I ha- I do I do respect it. Wait, why are they talking about McCray and Spencer? Right, I was thinking that was like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that started. <laughs> I don't know if, if there is a starting point. To oh, that. I see. I see now, Renny, the, the quotation marks. Let me put my, let me put lookers back on so I can read the chat properly. <laughs> I can't see. I just, I, anyway, I think Spencer may have a better second half of the game because of what happened tonight, because there's going to be some folks going after each other. And Spencer, I don't think. He's in the middle of that, kind of. I mean, yeah, but they're, I mean, Spencer is seen as working with Jacob. It's true. But <laughs> these are my lookers, your mama. <laughs> just, where, where do the dynamics lie now that this episode is over? You have Muna and Billy who feel betrayed by Jacob. So obviously that's, mm-hmm. that's a storyline that you can work with. And then you have Spencer who wasn't, was necessarily like sort of aligned with Muna during this round. Does that last another round? Probably not, but he's also who? kind of Spencer. And who? Muna. Oh yeah. They're not that's a, that's a weird. It's not going to, I don't think it's going to, I don't, I don't think it's going to last as far as they're going to work together. It may yeah. last as far as she's not going to target him first. Cause she's way pissed at, at, at Jacob right now, but yeah. we'll see. And then you have, uh, let's see, who else was revealed tonight? You had Marcella who voted out Muna. You have Jacob who voted out Muna. And then you have Brendan who voted out Spencer. We don't have to worry about Brendan anymore. Marcelo. He's loyal to Jacob. He is loyal to Jacob outrightly. What did, what was the Muna and Marcelo conversation like? I don't, um, I mean, clearly not good enough. Uh, wow. That's when Muna, yeah, that's when Muna said she knows Marcelo is a snake, but she knows that uh, Marcelo wants to Marcelo work and there. Jacob are like the one side, like the power structure of one side. And the other side would be Muna and Billy. And then everyone else would kind of fall, I think, somewhere in the middle. I don't think no one else is like fully on the other. Maybe Natalie leans towards Jacob. because Natalie I mean, leans towards, towards Jacob and thus, well, man. Okay, so Josh has something with Natalie, but he also Josh is sitting pretty. He also has something with Billy. Right. Is Josh going to be the swing? But you also have yeah. Natalie, who, by all means, Billy and Muna probably still think they have Natalie to some degree. Maybe if they tried to do the math a little bit and to see where these votes may have gone to. I Maybe you can figure out that Natalie was a part of that plan, or maybe Jacob just reveals it outright. I don't know. Natalie's in an interesting position. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw her, like, that's a very Jacob thing to do is throw it like her under the bus. But, but I don't think he, he will yet because he mistakenly thinks that he can manipulate her. So I don't know that he would want to throw her under quite yet, unless he were backed into a corner. Then he, he definitely would because it's Jacob. Um, But you also, it's so confusing because you have, Natalie, who seemed very much okay with making this move to take out Mona and being a part of this with Jacob. But at the end of the episode, you're seeing her get emotional about the guilt that really came with that because Mona mm-hmm. trusted Natalie. I mean, just in terms Implicitly, of yes. Just in terms of being excited to see her and during the date, being able to tell her these things, you know. Uh it's it'll be interesting to see how Natalie rebounds from that. And if she comes clean, maybe she feels so guilty. She comes clean. And maybe that's why we saw a little bit of that tonight. 
Um, and I just don't, I just don't know where Natalie leans in this next episode. She may try I think, to just. I, I, so I'm standing by it. I think she's going to still lean towards Jacob. Honestly, right now, um, I'm not so certain. Like, as far as the Muna Billy side, I mean, clearly the sides are Muna Billy, Jacob, Marcelo, and then. I really think Natalie leans more to that side, but Josh leans more towards the Billy side, except that Josh also leans toward the Natalie, which uh-huh. will be kind of weird. And I think Spencer's going to go on Jacob's side. Even I think though, Spencer could be like either way. I think Spencer could go towards Muna, to be honest. Like, I think that they really bonded this episode. And I mean, Jacob, it's not like Jacob's never done Spencer wrong. I mean, he definitely has. That's what he so, mentioned tonight. Yeah, it's just like, I keep, all these sins that I've committed against Spencer are just piling up and he keeps trusting me for some reason. I don't know why he does it, but he does it. Right. So I think like Spencer's a very like loyal person. And when they were tethered together or whatever that twist was a few episodes ago, I think that meant like a lot to Spencer. And Jacob, he didn't really care about it. But um. I think that Spencer might lean towards Muna after seeing how dirty Muna was done by Jacob and like Jake. I don't think Spencer would. How much would arc would that be if Spencer goes to battle for Muna? That would be. I would love that. I mean, all of these people who have so heinously attacked Spencer all season for playing the game would come full circle and then they'll stand him again. It's like Janelle all over. Like anybody, I said it. Anybody that goes <laughs> against Janelle is the devil. Oh, I love her. Um, but it's true. If you go against Janelle, then you're the devil. But if you flip and you help Janelle, then all of a sudden, all of the stands are like, "Hey, but I love them." <laughs> Wait, today was her birthday. Yeah, today's Janelle's birthday. I mean, Nicole Franzel announces her pregnancy on Janelle's birthday. Sorry, I, that's just. I'm just, would. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, screw her. I hate her. <gasps> Daniel, that's not, very nice. that's not very um, nice. That's not very nice. Nicole Franzo wasn't very nice. I didn't say she was. I didn't say I liked her one little bit. Because <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but I'm just saying. But um, I was going to say something. Oh, none of this really even matters, though, because guess who has an LOS? And guess who can play it to save Muna? Muna dies, and I think that her LOS will probably come out next episode. And guess well, who else has an yeah. LOS? Josh still has an LOS. I know, but Josh is not going to play it on like... Josh is the only one with an LOS that people don't know they have it. See, here's the thing. Muna comes back in the house. Jacob knows she has an LOS. So this is going to present a problem as well. True. They might vote Billy. Oh, man. Why would Muna say that? Because if you think about it, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, and Jacob is super smart. I mean, you know, all of my best friends are. Um, <laughs> no, he's super smart, and he is going to use that against her in the next round. It's happening. He's going to try, try to get her to flush it. Well, yeah, because that's the move. Why wouldn't you? Right? Right. But she, okay, help me know, chat. Help me, help me understand. So... Jacob used his power tonight. Do all of the powers have to be used before they refill luxury row, row or just whatever power was used goes back in? 
I think all of them have to be used before they refill them. So Josh would have to use his LOS for there even to be anything in luxury row. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I, Joseph I, says jo Joseph and Joseph super, super smart. And, um, especially when it comes to sequester, because I see Joseph literally in every single other podcast that I watch. Um, and, and, and Joseph knows what he's talking about. And so I trust that and see if I played with, with Joseph, he would kick me out first. Cause I would trust him. I'd be like, Joseph's so smart. I love Joseph. And then hmm. it, it, Joseph would, would like backstab me. Joseph. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I just uh, don't know. But that's a good point. That's going to mess up. That's going to mess with things a ton because you know, Muna has this LOS and how, how are you going to play that at that point? You're going to try to take out Billy instead, but then, I mean, you can't, you have to go about it secretly, but also the twist next week could mess up everything. And it, every plan that we perceive could happen could just fall by the wayside, depending on what the twist is. See, okay. Joseph says that, that that's what Audrey said last week. So yeah, I think that's, I think I, I'm going to go with um, Joseph and Audrey. I mean, I think Audrey knows. So, um, so Luna's going to get to go to Luxury Row. If she, she, can if she can potentially power. get the battle path. <laughs> Scenarios. Wait. Can she? Yeah. How? Oh, because Jacob's. That'll be so eyes if it was used against her, but Jacob now she gets back, it. goes out because of his battle pass. Wow. I, Jeez. So, okay. Um, first of all, your mama. Um, wanted to know somewhere up in and chat i got my lookers on so i can read it um that uh scroll up so i can remember what the hell she said she asked a question oh she wanted to know why muna did not use her los tonight well because you could only use it before the vote and she had so much trust that she was safe um that she had no clue she had no clue. She was completely blindsided, as was Billy. And so she just did it. She felt safe. She felt safe, which was, you know, the intention that, that you know, Jacob and Natalie wanted. Um, they wanted her to feel safe. Jacob knew she had the LOS because for some weird reason, Muna told him. And she also told Billy. But anyway, that's why. And, and yes, Rennie, Roxy is here to make all things clear. <laughs> that has never ever been said about me before yeah this was a blindside to a t i don't know if it was more of a blindside for muna or if it was more of a blindside for billy just based on the reactions after it was announced that muna got eliminated <laughs> uh but yeah and i mean they jacob and natalie did a great job of you know presenting the plan to everyone and then everyone not going right to muna and saying this is what's happening like right they could have easily done that with how many people they told the plan about essentially. But mm -hmm. since that didn't happen, it was, it was so cohesively done. And now they said it to people that didn't even end up voting for Muna, like <laughs> to a couple of people or at least to, to Josh in the process. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you just look in Muna's case, talking to Jacob and Natalie and having, it seems like every date that she had with Jacob and Natalie and Billy was just all the same in terms of just how, attached that she was to them and obviously when you edit this episode you have to show how attached muda is to jacob and natalie especially during those dates but watching it all play out i'm i'm not shocked that billy and muda reacted that way 
which I'd love yeah. to watch that part again if we could. Yeah, like I feel like Billy's um the the shock on her face was very um it was almost like hurt. Well, yeah, the emotion of it, like it, it listen, it did break my heart. The Muna, like just the raw emotion that was felt by them, really like I mean, I felt it. I felt it. And and I don't like to feel my emotions. Y'all stop doing that to me. I like to be. <sighs> it was the worst. Um, but I feel like though that her look of surprise was almost as good as um, what's her face. You know that that Dan backstabbed. You know the lion chick, the liar nurse. What's her name? Murphy. Uh, Mur yeah. Danielle. Danielle Murphy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember her face whenever he like evicted Shane and she sat with her mouth open for a, for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that Billy was every bit that shocked, every bit. Yeah. You just reminded me. You just reminded me of Dan's entire speech during that live night, which is the best live night in all of Big Brother history. You can't prove me otherwise because no better blindside has ever happened. Um, um best live night is definitely bye bye bitches. No, this no. That's, that's yes, it is. No, it's so not, I, I Daniel. It is. I didn't say it wasn't iconic. I said it's not the best. You're crazy. Jennifer. <laughs> Stop. Player eliminated will get to expose three Maggie. before making their battle selection. The player eliminated is Muna. What? What? What the what? fuck? <gasps> What? What? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I had to do it. It was between me and her. No, it wasn't. Yeah, she said it was. So I'm feeling truly, truly betrayed. I don't know who it is. I'm feeling I'll, like I'll fast forward in a second. Uh, but I, <laughs> if I was an editor on this episode, I would have just had Billy's what's like go on for another two minutes at the background while everyone else was talking and just everyone's yelling at each other and Billy's still just going, what? Mm -hmm. What? Uh, but yeah, we get we, we saw a little bit of Jacob being like, I had to do it. I, I, don't, I had zero choice. I, I hated to do it, but I did it. Look how bad I feel about it. Uh, um. <laughs> it was so sleek. I mean, look, and I'll say it again. I'm not mad at Jacob for making making the move. Like, I mean, he whether it was the right move or not for him, it it, it, it was very strategic on his part. And and I mean, and I appreciate that in a player. But God, it was gut wrenching. It it really was. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, the, like the moon. Boom. I, was like, oh my God. I know that whole sound effect thing. I was like, "Oh God, it's hit me right <laughs> through my heart. I'm dying." <sighs> it was awful. It was that bad. I mean, I was a little bit overly dramatic. It like hit know? me. It was like, oh. you know, I'm dramatic. Whatever. <laughs> you should have seen me playing the card game with the children earlier tonight. I was very dramatic. I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> I was playing. Bits of me didn't even want to ask him because I didn't want to deal with the, the post of it. The gamer in me was not having it. <laughs> the gamer in me was 
gonna hold whatever Jacob did accountable? Jacob. I voted for you. Jacob, come here. Come here, Jacob. Fuck, Let's go. bro. What the fuck, bro? I thought it was me or Spencer. What the fuck? Muna. Don't I, talk to me right now. I'll, don't talk to me right now. Don't talk to me right now. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear any of it. I don't want to hear any of it. You, you, you literally told there. Philly what? I, I don't want to talk to you right now, Jacob. That's don't fair, talk to me. Jacob. Come on, bro. I told you. It was between Jacob, me and you. Jacob, you told me. Jacob, you told me if it was between you and Luna. Where, to where, save am, I Luna. Supposed, where am I supposed to, to put my vote up? Where am I supposed to put my vote up? you better put that shit on me. So, so I'm supposed you to think that's out, Jacob. Shut up. I thought about myself and I thought about myself. I don't care, Jacob. I don't think you know that, bro. I think I think that summarized it perfectly when Muna said, "You're fake as hell, Jacob. Shut up." Just <laughs> like, yes, please remind him that he is, because <laughs> I mean, you Bro. shouldn't believe anything you say at that point. Uh, so like, I'm turned off by Jacob at this point. I'll be not standing him no longer. I'm so sorry. I don't know about oh everyone though. Are, aren't, we, aren't we excited to see? Uh, he was like gaslighting the hell out of her. That was like hard to watch. Are we all excited to see that trio battle it out next week? Mm-hmm. Be fun. I would like to see it. I'd like to see it. If Muna goes but also, over. I Daniel, stop being like that. You're ridiculous. <laughs> He's upset. I mean, honestly, already in the minority. We're still talking. So, exactly. It's just that. I mean, I hate it, but that's that's the game. It's me or you, and I'm sorry if it's me or you. It's gonna be you. But it wasn't, and he's like lying. It's just like gross. No, I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying in in. I mean, he wanted everybody to believe it is me or you. That was his plan. But I'm just saying in general, when you play a game, it's either me or you, and it's gonna be you. It ain't gonna be me. It's gonna be you. I didn't exactly understand the point of him trying to keep up the charade necessarily, uh, because. It's not like that could have lasted more than a few minutes. He's already been picked for the battle match. He already knows he's not going to be in this battle match because he's about to take himself out of it. But he because also told other people about the plan itself, about everything that he was doing. So it's not like that would have... he didn't tell everyone. Not everyone, but he told enough people for it to potentially well, get around about what he did. So I was Jacob's allies, and he's over there like pretending like not. like That pissed me off. Like You're not going to take the blame and like you want all of us to? Like, I, I think, it, yeah, I, I can I see. I mean, I, I can see that. I can see that being, I'd be like, Jacob. But, you know, yeah, exactly. He was trying to save that battle pass if possible. And I get that. But what? Well, like, you, like, Muno is going to change her mind Please. at that point? Jacob, who'd you vote? I mean, she Jacob wasn't going there. to, but at least he tried. I don't know. I wish I could have seen the outcome where she picks Marcelo and then Marcelo like looks at Jacob to like use whatever power he might have and Jacob just doesn't use it. <laughs> That's something yeah. I would have liked to see. But um essentially from then on out, we get a uh, uh Jacob using his power to have Brendan replace him in the battle match, and then in the battle match we have a game of is that called a kerplunk? Is that what they did? Yeah, I, okay. Explain these rules to me. Like I understood the the other like date night. I get what I, I I got so excited to see Jake. I was like, oh, Jake is on, and, and then I missed all. Of the rules. I was confused. I thought that they were gonna keep going until it one fell. 
That's what I thought too. I think they were they had 10 questions. So it was just whatever happened first. If one of them dropped a ball, then it was over. And if the, once whoever if they got to 10 questions and a ball hadn't dropped, then it was just whoever had the highest score. Um but Okay. I, I wondered if it was if it was either or, whichever happens first. I wondered yeah. that afterward because I missed that part of the rules. I was just wondering if that game was called Kerplunk because that's it what is. I thought it was. It's definitely okay. called that. And I, I have that game because I have children and um, <laughs> my 23 year old plays it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And I was going to get it out and bring it in here. And I totally forgot until right now. <laughs> Every 10 minute mark, we would have asked you to pull a full one. Oh my from gosh, that would have been so much fun. We should have done that. Should I go get it? <laughs> no, please no. Take me forever to set it up. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but we know what happens. Jacob ends up losing, not because one of the balls hit the ground first. I feel bad for whoever set that up and it didn't even become useful during the competition. Uh, not that I think that's hard to set up, but I, I still feel bad anyway. Um, but also Brendan gets taken out because of a power that is used that puts him in a battle match instead. So it wasn't necessarily Brendan's fault that he went, but like we said earlier, it probably wasn't going to be too much longer before Brendan was at least going to be someone that got eliminated or dragged. It was hard to I see. I mean, he's kind of in contention anyway. Yeah. To be honest. I would have liked to have known how much further Brendan could have made it, but I mean, that's the game. Um, it is what it is. And now, Muna gets to, and now Muna gets to head to Luxury Row so she can pick her battle pass and then just keep using powers until she eventually wins. Yeah, um, that's the okay. season at this point. Anyway, uh, that's the end of the episode. Things that I didn't really talk about were obviously the 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 different chapter titles and the little quotes that they had below the chapter titles, which were more so artistic, but I, I thought they were cool anyway. Um, such like such chapter titles as the precipice of betrayal, mm -hmm. um, uh, revengers assemble, uh, the, the final act, and under them had different quotes. I didn't look up all the quotes, but I was just looking up a few of them. We had like uh, Isaac Newton as one of the quotes. The ocean one that was Isaac Newton, and then one of them was um, Lana Del Rey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Wilde was that the real quote that yeah. Daniel thought was a lot of the real quote? Yeah, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> uh, I can't help myself. Oh man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still just like I feel so emotionally drained after this this episode, and then having to talk about it, especially yeah. when I still am like I still don't know what the heck happened. I mean, I do, but I'm just like, gosh, there were so many moving parts to this. And I'm just, yeah. I'll think about it for several days. And next week, I may have some different opinions than I have right now. But I'm just like. yeah, these. I feel like these episodes do take two viewings before you can really keep in your mind what you really feel. Mm -hmm. And then after a couple of days, you're like, I don't feel that anymore. Because we just watched it. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like watching a big blockbuster movie that you're emotionally attached to and then talking about it right afterwards. It's not exactly like that, but it's kind I of just like, don't have, like I haven't really had time to completely, you know, compartmentalize and, and, and analyze all of these. Like, there's so much that was thrown at us. And I mean, and don't get me wrong. I loved it. 
like I loved getting all of the information, but I'm so, I'm so overwhelmed. I mean, I have ADHD and so, and my medicine has long worn off by, you know, this time. So my brain's already not working well <laughs> as if it ever does. I said that like my brain works so well all the other times. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but I just, in a few days after I rewatched the episode, at least one more time, probably more than that. Um, I may have some different perspectives about the things that occurred tonight, but just right now, I feel like Natalie and, and Jacob were both very strategic. Marcelo was very proud. Muna um, <laughs> and Muna and Billy um, broke my heart, and but also were played very hard in this episode. Yes, right. yes, they played really well, and Spencer really turned some things around tonight. And I mean, just overall, I just, I really loved the episode, but I also hated it. I say that every week though. I'm such a Libra. I'm like, I liked it, but I hate it. It was the worst. <sighs> I was so emotionally invested in this. It's just, I can't, because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I've got to stop. This was my last time to podcast. I'm so sorry. Well, uh, I want to say this too early, but this is Roxy's last ever episode. She's going on. She, she wants to do it. We don't have to like kick her off like we planned. She's going on her sabbatical, and <laughs> we'll come back in five years. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. I mean, we've been on for five years, so you'll come back after uh. the next five. Look, Josh, just kind of Josh is also a Libra. Josh gets it. Yes, this episode did break me. Well, and also right before the episode, I played um, um, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Do you know that game? No. <laughs> well, I recommend it. It gets brutal and I lost and I don't do well with that. And not only did I lose, I lost to a freaking 12-year-old. She beat all of us. <laughs> Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. It's a card game. I didn't, I didn't know if that was responding to your game or if that was just quoting Billy again. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a really fun game. And, and, and you, got, you guys should just look it up and play it because it's fun. But it, it, I was already super stressed out about that. Um, it was very intense. And then I watched this very intense episode. And now I just feel like maybe I should like get drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that hydrocodone? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That is officially where we need to end it. Yeah, um, it's over. It's done. <laughs> We're canceled. Um <laughs> But thank you everyone for watching. I know we probably left off 50 things that you wish we would have talked about. Oh, I'm um, sure. And you can yell all about that in the comments. Um, but thank you for watching. If you watch this live, if you're watching this <laughs> after I, the fact. I won't read them. <laughs> we will never read them. If we read them, something horrible has happened. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> You can follow any of us on Twitter and have a conversation with us there. I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman and Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Those links are also in the description below. If you're not subscribed, I encourage you to subscribe because then you know exactly 
when we're going live next time because it's kind of a toss-up every week of just when are we actually going to click the go live button when you have an hour and a half episode surprisingly even though i should have known that was going to happen um but yeah if you want to follow any of us there if you're not subscribed subscribe if you haven't liked this video that would really help us out a lot um and then come join us next week when we talk about the next episode of sequester season four um thank you all again and good night Bye. Bye.